0: This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City.
1: Good News in
2: Shoes. This is Dr. Norris Weir, inviting you to get on board the Caribbean Gospel Train every Saturday night at 8 p.m., On WCNO 89.9 FM, the Caribbean gospel train for the ride of your life.
0: The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program.
1: Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. That number again is 877-853-7816.
3: The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now. And no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyers' number? 772-342-0047 What's that again? 772-342-0047 I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there.
0: Y'all remember anybody remember taking psychology in high school and they teach you this? They, they, you study the, the principles of determinism. There are three primary things that will determine what a person's life is going to turn out like. And the first one is, is they talk about genetic determinism. Somebody say genetic. Genetic, genetic determinism. In other words, how many know if, if you have a baby and, and in three or four years that baby is going to start looking like you? Why? Because there are certain things that are passed down to us genetically. We inherit them from our parents. What's true about the people, what's true about the DNA of the people that were used to create you as a child? Those things in their DNA get passed down to your DNA. They make up who you are in the flesh, in the natural body. Amen? In fact, if any of you have ever been to a doctor's uh, office recently, when, they, when you come in, they want you to fill out this form the first time. They want to know, did your mama have diabetes? Did your daddy have cancer? Did your daddy have high blood pressure? You know, they want to ask you all these things because they leave genetic markers in you, and they can determine if you have a propensity towards those things in your life. Hello. Amen? Is everybody all right? So say, what does that mean? It means, in other words, things get passed down to you it's probably something that you could pick up. You could, you could carry a gene to, to, to maybe have high blood pressure or carry a gene to maybe have diabetes later on in life. And, and listen, don't misunderstand me this morning. That does not mean these things are not powerful because these things are powerful. They have an effect on a person's life sometimes through their entire life. Come on, amen? I know sometimes we're, well, we're going to break generational curses over our life. Some things are passed down through people physically. And especially people that are unredeemed deal with these a lot more. Come on, amen? But let me tell you something. The blood of Jesus is powerful. Praise the Lord. But there are things that are passed down to you. Some kids are born to alcoholic parents. And, and, and these kids grow up with the propensity to be an alcoholic. How many you know that to be true? Hmm? How I many know the Bible says that he forgives our sin and cleanses our iniquities? How I many know he's not repeating the same thing when he says that? He forgives our sins and he cleanses our iniquities. Everybody say iniquities. That word iniquities means this it means a twist or a bend or a propensity. It's something that you, by your physical, fleshy, fleshly nature, are drawn to that's been passed down to you. Amen. Some people, some people don't get tripped up over some stuff, and some people get tripped over over some stuff, amen? There's some people you could walk by this room by a big old bag of cocaine every day, and it never bothered you. You wouldn't even think about it. You just, well, who left that bag of cocaine there? That's just ridiculous. <laughs> huh? There's other people in this room, you get 50 feet in over that bag, and you're in the battle of your life. You're sweating. You're going, oh, God, help me. Deliver me, help me. Just, God, I can't look at it. Why is that? Iniquity. You have a twist or a bend towards that thing, amen? Hmm? How I many know sometimes there's certain lustful things that, that happen in people's lives, and, and sometimes people are very drawn to those things, and sometimes they don't bother people at all? Why is that? Because there's a twist. We, we, we'd say like this, a perversion a propensity towards that thing an attraction to certain things in certain people's lives so god not only forgives the act of sin that you did against god but he has the ability to cleanse you from even the things that are bent that are twisted that are perverted that you have a propensity for he can cleanse you from all your iniquities come on amen do you believe that this morning how I many if you had a red-headed mama and a red-headed daddy then you're probably going to have a red-headed baby isn't that right that's how genetic determinism works the next thing they talk about is psychological determinism in other words there are events or circumstances in your life that left a mark on you something bad happened to you in your life and it shaped your future come on how many know what i'm talking about you live your whole life and you live your your whole world around you is determined by what happened to you psychologically in your life Something bad happened, amen? There's people all over this room today. Listen to me today. Some people were molested as a child. Some people were abandoned as a child. Some marriages were broken, and you never thought you'd ever recover from it. In all your life, you think, well, I'll never have a happy marriage. I'll never be happy. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? There's some people that have been rejected. There's some people that's been betrayed. Some people have been kicked to the curb. Come on, I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard for some people that are pastors, when they get betrayed and rejected by the people in their church, to ever want to do ministry again. That's why 1,500 people every week are leaving the ministry. Because they've been hurt. It wounds them psychologically, and it begins to determine their future. Come on, help me somebody. Amen. Amen. Mm? Oh, praise the Lord. I mean, there's some people, every time you mention something to them they, and bring up, a, uh, bring up something to them that's in their past or they're hurt, it's like all of a sudden they get a chip on their shoulder. And you just be having a good old time having a conversation. You say one word, next thing you know, they're like this. What is that? What is that? It's because you touch their iniquity. You touch the bent. You touch the place where they have not overcome. You touch the place where they don't have any victory in their life. And whatever they went through left a psychological marker on their life and left them in a place where they were marked by that thing for the rest of their life. Amen? So we got genetic determinism, we got psychological determinism, and the last one is environmental determinism. Somebody say environmental. In other words, your life is primarily shaped by the place you come from. We call that redneck DNA. Mm? You know what I mean, right? Well, that's how we roll in South Florida. I'm a Yankee, I'm a rebel, I'm from New York, I'm from New York, we don't take that stuff. (laughs) If you come from the inner city, then you got an inner city bent, you got a certain way about you that's just shaped by the environment, if you come from the other side of tracks, then you look like you come from the other side of the tracks, so what is that, that is... The determination, determinism of my life is set by the environment that I live that I grew up in, that, where I came from. How I many know if you grew up in an angry home, then you're going to think it's okay to be angry all the time? Come on, how I many know if you grew up in a home where Mama and Daddy would scream and fight and throw things at each other, then when you get married, you think that's normal. You don't see anything wrong with it. Come on, listen, I can testify to this because I grew up with two brothers. I had no sisters, and we fought over everything. I mean, we fought. not just screaming and yelling. We busted doors, we hit each other, we, I mean, dragged each other through the yard. And then when I got married, I thought, that's how you're supposed to handle Kim. (laughs) I mean, that ain't how you do it. Come on, help me somebody. But if it's based on your environment, it's called environmental determinism, amen? Hmm? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to announce to you today that all these things in our life are very, very powerful. All these things are very real. But here's what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. He says, you have been born again. But this time you were born with an incorruptible seed. In other words, you're not born with a seed that's got malfunctioning DNA. I don't care what's trying to determine you. You got new DNA. You got new genes this morning. You weren't born with a seed that has some kind of psychological limitation. You don't have that seed in you. You're not born with a seed that can be overpowered by its environment. You're not born with a seed that, that, that can take you out and dis- make your mind dysfunctional. You were born with the seed of Jesus Christ in you. You've been regened. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm regened. That's the seed of which you have been born this morning. I want you to understand something. Genetics are powerful. Somebody say they're powerful. Psychological things are powerful. Somebody say it's powerful. Environments are powerful. Somebody say it's powerful. But none of them and all of them together are not more powerful than the blood of Jesus Christ. It cannot stand against the cross of Jesus Christ. In Christ, you have the ability to reshape your world. You don't have to be taken out by anything. Do you believe that today? The cross is more powerful than anything that's ever shaped your life. Somebody shout, I'm born again. In John chapter 3, verse 3, Nicodemus comes to Jesus and he says, "He says, I want, you, I want to know how, to get, how I can get myself into the kingdom. And Jesus says to him, Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. Or you're never going to see the kingdom of heaven. Literally, that word right there is you will never comprehend the kingdom of God comprehend you will never understand the kingdom of God if you're not if you're not born again you can't understand what happened come on amen you have to be born again Nicodemus you have to be born again he says well how in the world can I be born again I'm a grown man I can't get back up in my mother's womb anymore that don't make no sense Jesus I'm a grown man how do I do that and Jesus said to him Nicodemus you need to understand something what is born of the flesh is flesh but what is born of the Spirit is spirit and it lives forever. Come on, Amen. So watch this. You were born naturally to your parents, but you were born supernaturally by God. Come on, you are a supernatural creature this morning, and God is your father. Amen. So you can say it this way, like even over in 1 John it says this that we have been refathered. Somebody say refathered. Come on, praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, you've been refathered. You know what that means? How many know that a woman don't have seed? A woman's got a womb. It's the man that has seed, amen? So in order for you to be born again, there has to be a seed, amen? Come on, is everybody with me? And you were not born of natural seed. You were born of supernatural seed. You come from the seed of God. Look up to heaven and say, hello, daddy. It's all making sense to me now. 2 Corinthians five seventeen says this, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Literally, it means that you are a new species of person. That's really what he's saying. You are not from this world. You are in it, but you ain't of it. You've tra- already been translated when you become born again. Amen? So you know what that means? <laughs> you can be in it and not be affected by it. You can live in this crazy, mixed-up culture and be in a place in your relationship with Jesus Christ where you're not affected by the world that you live in. But all of a sudden, you got something on the inside of you, so you begin to affect the world that you live in. And things begin to change when you show up. Hallelujah. Come on, amen. Woo! Why? Because it don't determine you, you determine it. Come on, you determine the world that you live in this morning why because you've been refathered by god that means your natural daddy could have had all the mess he had he could have been all screwed up he could have been an alcoholic been a drug addict could have abandoned you could have beat you but it don't matter anymore because you've got a new father that took the place of your old father you've been refathered you've been redeemed. come on somebody you've been born with a new seed do you believe that this morning and all those twists and bends and mess and, and stuff that was passed down to you, it's broken over your life today. I've been regenerated. You say, What do you mean, regenerated? Regened. God has shooken you up, He's changed who you are. I no longer live by the genes from my natural parents. I now have the genes of God Almighty, the creator of the universe. He's remapped my life. Mm. My natural parents might have been mean and nasty. But my Father in heaven is awesome. Amen. Come on, somebody. He's full of peace and love and joy. And that means that I've inherited that DNA in my life today. Amen? Yes. Do you believe that? Yes. Woo! There was a time that I was the son of Mike Baumgartner. Now I'm just the son of God. Yes. Come on, go ahead and say it. I'm a child of God. Child of God. Don't you just feel good? You've been re You've been refathered. Number one, I got four things I'm gonna give you, and we'll get out of here. Number one, 2 Corinthians 5.15. Number one, you can write this down. He gives you a new life. Somebody say that with me. He gives you a new life. 517 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That means you get a new pattern for living. Not the old pattern. First John chapter 3, verse 9 says this. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In other words, whoever has been refathered by God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he's been refathered by God. You say, Well, wait a minute, Pastor, I got a problem with that because this week alone I sinned at least twelve times, and that's the twelve I know about. There's more I probably don't know about. Well, listen, you need, when you read this, you've got to read this thing in context, and you've got to read it with the full understanding of the word. This scripture does not mean that you cannot fail. That's not what he's talking about. You need to understand how this thing was written when it was written to us. Literally, what he is saying is this. Whoever has been born of God does not then habitually carry out a lifestyle of sin. It means you're out there sinning on purpose. Come on, help me, Amen. That don't mean that you don't mess up from time to time. And that don't mean that you don't fail from time to time. That's why we got the grace of God in our life. That's why we've been sealed with the promise. That's, tell me, let me tell you something. There ain't nothing more powerful than the blood of Jesus. Not your sin, not anybody's sin. Come on, are you here this morning? Amen. But he, but what he's saying is that person does not continue to live in a lifestyle of sin. Why? Because the seed of God lives in him. And when you got the seed of God in you, then you can't live with a lifestyle of sin. How many you know that before you were born again, the Bible says this about you. It says that you had the nature of a child of disobedience. Every one of us had the nature of a child of disobedience. Amen. And the Bible says that we were all children of wrath. Somebody say wrath. In other words, we were always looking for an opportunity to do whatever it was we wanted to do. But this is what he says. He says you've been refathered. You've been refathered by God. You no longer live as the children of disobedience. You have now become the children of God. Why? Because you had a nature change. So just because you sin does not mean that you're not a child of God. Hello, come on somebody. Hmm? You know what? Every now and then I might mess up. Every now and then I'll sin. Every now and then I'll stumble. But that's not my nature. I have the nature of God. I used to do things a certain way and I used to act a certain way. And I used to go off and I would sin and I'd go to bed at night. Didn't even bother me. Wouldn't even keep me. I'd go right to sleep, sleep good. Didn't even care if I sinned back then. Amen. But the moment I got born again when I messed up, I'd go to bed at night and I lay on my pillow and God wouldn't let me go to sleep. Why? Because I got a new nature. God would deal with me about what I did that was wrong so I could get it right with him or get it right with whomever so I knew that I was right with God. And the reason why he did that is because I've got a godly nature. If I was in my old nature, I wouldn't really care. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, well, how can I know if I'm saved? Because you know you're saved if you get convicted when you mess up. Huh? If you keep on sinning and you don't act like it's no problem and it don't bother you, then you probably ain't saved. Hmm. Come on, somebody. Amen. Somebody say, I got a new life.
2: And now we're gonna take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I wanna take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Praising on
1: the open skies, everything green- and die.
0: second thing i want you to see is this we live as people who overcome yes. we live as people who overcome first john chapter four says this whoever is born of god overcomes the world whoever's been refathered by god overcomes the world that means it don't matter what comes against you. You've already overcome it. It doesn't matter what trial that you enter into. You've already overcome it. You've got, listen to me, you've got the power on the inside of you to overcome it. And God don't keep no, listen, God's not keeping records of your sin. There's no record. We watch them skits where people hold up all the signs, I'm an adulterer, I'm a liar, I'm a thief. And then somebody comes and puts a little thing on it and says, Jesus paid the debt for all of it. Well, that's a great thing because we know he paid the debt, but that's not completely accurate, ladies and gentlemen. Because when God washed your sins away, there was nothing written on anything. It's not like he pulled it up out of the file and go, yeah, you were an adulterer. No. When you got born again, God took everything in your past and he run it through a paper shredder. There ain't no record of it. There ain't nothing left of it. He just took care of all of it. He washed it clean. It's gone. Come on, somebody. And he's given you the power to overcome those things in your life. Amen. Woo! I call it creation determinism. Creation determined. I've been created for more. Number three, when you've been re-fathered by God, you learn to walk in love. You learn to walk in love. Somebody say, i got to walk in love. 1 John 4, 7 says this, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. It's the nature of God to be a lover. I mean, that's His nature, Amen.
3: What's Ed Myers' number? 772 342 0047. What's that again? 772 342 0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon.
0: I'll be there.
1: Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries. Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.